It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Life is complicated, especially right now. You're spending more time inside, unable to go to restaurants, and that means you're cooking dinner. But if you're like me, I hate cooking. Multiple trips to the grocery store, hours of monotonous meal prep just so you can scarf down your food in minutes. So when it's dinner time, I grab my phone, open up an app, and order something. But after convenience fees, delivery fees, and who knows whatever other fees, it ends up being close to $100 for two people. But then I met Freshly. Just put up your feet and relax while Freshly chefs and nutritionists do all the hard work. All you do is heat for three minutes and dinner's done. Imagine a better for you golden oven fried chicken, steak peppercorn with sauteed carrots and French green beans, and my personal favorite, buffalo chicken with loaded mashed cauliflower. It's got fewer carbs. That's just a few of the 30-plus health-conscious options to choose from. Freshly understands that food needs to be delicious, healthy, and simple, because let's be honest here, if it's not easy, I'm not going to do it, and if it doesn't taste good, I don't want to eat it. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off, $40 off for their first two orders at Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. Welcome to Postcast. The Utah Jazz have won their 15th game in 17 tries. All right, let's just, before we get into the game tonight, let's take that in for a second. This team's won 15 of 17. 15 of 17. Okay. You look at this as though the Jazz are are having a great year. Um, But it's only started 15 games ago. Because right yeah. then, yeah, you, uh, well, you say 17, 17 games, games yeah. ago. And so the progress that they're making now and the way they're surging into the latter part of the season is what's, what's impressive. Why? Because that means they're getting better at the things that they're, 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 they're trying to do, at what Quinn wants them to do. Offensively, defensively, the chemistry is starting to get better. Let's see, how many new players do they have on this team this year? you got Rubio, Zarepko, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Royce O'Neal, uh, who else? But, like, and but, but let's, let's go there for a second, Ron. Think about, think about this for a second. Like, all right, we love our guys, and I love our guys. But if I walked up to anyone in the NBA and I said, by the way, I, I got a team for you that has Joe Ingles, Eric Favors, Jonas Jarebka, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Ricky Rubio, Jay Crowder, Alec Burks, Royce O'Neal, Epe Udo, Howell Neto. And they're going to win 15 of 17. They're going to call me insane. Bet. Insane. Yeah. I'd, I'd be saying bet. Right. Yeah. Put your money up. Put your money where your mouth is at. And, and I have been trying. Honestly, I'm, I think it's crazy. So I'm trying to figure it out also. And, and really where I am right now is that Rudy Gobert is so much better than we actually realize. I totally agree with that. Um and I, I don't think we, at the beginning of the year, we were kind of worried. You know, it, you know, was did he peak last year? Uh, but you can just see now that he's, he's gotten better than he was last year. And I think, David, what we're seeing, you know, a lot of teams can win at home. Uh, but when the Jazz went on that road trip and what they went all four ball games on the road, I mean, that, that that's a confidence builder there for any team that, you know, that's other than, you know, teams like the Golden State Warriors or, 
or Houston or something like that, a team where you expect to do something that from time to time. But who expected the Jazz to go out on the road and win four in a row? And now that road record is very, very respectable. Jazz offense tonight was not great. This was a defensive win. It's another incredible defensive outing. They held the Magic to an effective field goal percentage of 41%. Effective field goal percentage weighs three-point shooting. League average is 52%, and they had them at 41% effective. When, when it's a bad field goal percentage, it's a really bad effective field goal percentage is another way to look at it. And the Jazz just were in, incredible uh, tonight in the way that they that they defended this team and the big you know their their main guys Aaron Gordon 4 of 18 Evan Fournier 4 of 18 Vucevic a, a non-impactful 6 of 11 the game plan was to take Aaron Gordon and and Fournier out and they just never got shots they were comfortable with you know um, I don't want to be negative here um, but obviously the defense it's it's just that good um Starting to worry a little bit about our bench. Why? Because they scored four, three, two, zero, and three points tonight. Uh, yes, and, <laughs> and well, what I'm what I'm because what I'm they shot. For, wait, why? Because they shot a combined four of seventeen from the field. Yeah, I, I like guys. I want a guy off that bench that's going to be a threat. You know, which the point well. When such and such comes into the ball game, we must do this and got to do that, you know. And I, I really don't see that right now. So that the defense has got to continue for the rest of the year to hold this team together. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, this is, and the def, and the offense is going to have to be really good against when they play some teams that offenses are good enough. Yeah. Uh, that they can make ground. By the way, the Jazz are still in tenth in the West too. That's the craziest. Fifteen of seventeen, and still in in tenth of the um, in the West. The I think the other. I mean, I think there's a, a truth to it. now. The one thing on that grouping, there's two things. One is Alec Burks is that guy you'd hope it be, and he just has not found that groove. So you know, in the last thirty games, Alec is shooting thirty one percent from the field, and so that's just not something that's happening for him right now. Um, there aren't really guys on our roster that are that threat other than Donovan. There's Joe Ingles has become that 18.7 rebounds, eight assists tonight. It's the, it's the system. They're going to have to play the system at an elite level to be able to get those plays. I mean, really at a very, and they did it a few times and got it. They also are missing some shots. I mean, Royce O'Neal, who was making these shots during the win streak is, uh, I, I don't have it in front of me, but I think he's five his last, you know, 26 or something like that. So you're, the system also is going to lead you shots you better make. Jay Crowder is one of nine tonight. So it's, you're right. There's a two-way thing. They're not going to beat you one-on-one. And the system's going to get them looks, but they better get, start making some of the looks the system's yeah, getting. And hopefully that, that happens. They put themselves in a great position right now because of the way they've been playing, because of the streak. What, 15? What did you say, 15 and 17? Uh, and they put themselves in the position now where, you know, it, it's 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 – up to them. I mean, you just keep winning and, and hope hope you get some help. Early in the year, we're talking about, okay, we just win our games and, and we should be fine. But now we need some help from some of these other teams it's crazy. that we're looking up at. It's, got it's no, fun to watch. It's got really no help to tonight. Memphis and San Antonio weren't expected. They actually went down the wire, and San Antonio won by two, and Portland is who's playing great. And that, you know, the, the other problem is that some of these teams winning, by the way, time's running out on catching them. Like, it doesn't sound, oh, there's 16 games left. That's actually not very many if someone's two games ahead of you and they're good. So if they go, you know, if there's 16 games left and they go 9-7, and seven, if you're going to catch them, not tie them, 
catch them. You have to go 12 and 4. If we go 12 and 4, we're closing the year at 27 and 6. I mean, some of this is just insane. It's going to take 47 wins to get in the playoffs. Yeah, and I was thinking, you know, 43, somewhere in there. But, you know, looking at our schedule now, and, and, and there's an opportunity there with with our schedule. But looking the way other teams are playing, I watched the Denver Nuggets play. That They can just let us shoot the basketball. They I can't mean, defend. They can't defend, but, boy, those threes and those guys that can let us shoot the basketball and making it just like the Houston Rockets, making it awful difficult to beat them. So a lot of those teams up, up that we're looking up at are, are flat out getting the job done. And it's just, it's, it's an, I'm not saying this is something that, that should, that we should be glad of, but the Lakers are catching fire, but they're catching late. I mean, if this would the way they're playing now, if this would have happened like three or four weeks ago, They'd be right there in the mix well, with us. The only problem is we got them twice in the final four or five games. Yeah, we do. So yeah, we yeah. better hope they cool off before then. I hope they get it tonight against Portland. That wraps up postcast. Uh, really, there's the quick, quick summary individually tonight. We didn't really. Joe Ingles and Rudy Gobert played a ton of pick and roll, which they have not been great at this year. It's been the Ingles' favorites pick and rolls better, and they they kind of figured it out as the night went on. That was probably the most impressive thing tonight is the way those two figured each other out the night the two of them had. Yeah, and hopefully Rubio figures it out with with. Uh, with Gobert there as, as well, because I thought one time in particular, Rudy was gathering and he was running for the lob, and uh, Rubio kind of took a step around the defender and tried to bounce past something Rudy wasn't wasn't ready for. Whereas Derek Favors probably would have um, what regrouped and and you know made the catch. So I think they're gonna have to get on the same page with that. Joe Ingles, 18.7 rebounds, 8 assists. Ricky Rubio had 12.4 rebounds and 8 assists. Somebody just asked if I have the Jazz getting to 47. Here's the craziest thing. I do. My projection system has the following, and this is insane. San Antonio, 47. Denver, 47. Clippers, 47. Utah, 47. And I had the Pelicans at 46, who've won two games that weren't expected since then. So probably them around 47. Like I'm not going to be blown away if we have a five-way tie at 47 for three playoff Wouldn't spots. That would be awesome. I don't, like, that'd be awesome. We can play the Adam Silver play-in tournament because nobody knows the tiebreakers at that point. <laughs> I mean, that's the level that we're talking about. You just, you know, to to give the Jazz credit, we're not, nobody else is blinking. We haven't either. And the Jazz have a bunch of games against not very good basketball teams. Tonight was one of them, and they got the job done. That wraps up Postcast on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hi, guys. This is Josh Lloyd, host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. The NBA is back, so that means that fantasy basketball is back in one form or another. We've got daily fantasy, but there's also some fantasy leagues with the resumption of play with these eight regular season games in Orlando, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to have you covered. It's not just for fantasy basketball, though, because we recap all of the games across the NBA, so if you're looking for a broad overview of the action across the league every day, Locked On Fantasy Basketball is the podcast for you.